Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Pitch Pod. I'm your host, Jeff Stebbins. Join with me, as always, is my co-host, Joyful Joe Janner. He's here with us today. Joe, how you doing? Well, you said it. Joyful, happy, excited, all the above to be here, part of this podcast, as always. Thank you. Of course, of course. We're we're always happy to have you. You're a joyful presence, and it's not the same around the pitch pod without you. Yep, I appreciate that. So, Joe, we had an interesting matchup. The Premier League ended just before we're heading into this World Cup, which we're going to get to. I know you and I are both super excited about it. It's going to be great. Uh, but do you mind reviewing for those that missed the, the, the last result of the Premier League. Do you mind reviewing that? We both predicted a 2-1 win for Newcastle. The result ended up being 1-0. Maybe a little bit of a credit to the prediction, though, to give us a little bit of props, is that we did mention Joe Willock as a contributor, and sure enough, he did score the goal for the winner. So, again, it showed that Newcastle was deserving of where they need to be. They they are now sitting third, and so I think that's, again, we were talking about how excited we were, the fact that that is a club that's performing well and has found themselves in a position moving into this international break. Yeah, we did predict that they would win. Score was slightly off, but we didn't think it'd be a high-scoring game by any means, and you nailed it, Willick. You, you called it that he'd be a huge con- contributor to that match, and he was, so... Uh, Kudos to you, Joe. Pat on the back. Way to go, man. Hopefully I can get one one of these days. Sure enough. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have that opportunity not to get too far into the program to make a prediction on the upcoming match between USA and Wales. So you'll have an opportunity, sure enough, this week. Yes. So let's get to it. The World Cup 2022 Qatar. This is what we've been waiting for. We're excited for it. It's finally here. We've been waiting. We've been anticipating. And the first match that we're going to preview throughout this experience is the U.S. Their FIFA has them ranked, and, and Joe and myself have gone back about the FIFA rankings. And there's some that we don't necessarily agree 100% with, but FIFA has the U.S. ranked 16th in the world going into the World Cup. They have Wales ranked 19th in the world going into this World Cup. So I'm expecting a pretty even matchup based on those rankings. And I think we are. Yeah, you know yourself? You mentioned it before, in a sense, that we've talked about this idea of the FIFA rankings and whether or not there could be some that's uh, inflated, or, or rather, I mean, specifically USA in the sense that we're looking at them in comparison to the rest of the world, we're looking at the, a 16th ranking. So without getting too far into the details as, you know, as to how they put those together, those some indexes and some stats and some other metrics that they use to find those. I think it is worth mentioning when you get into these contests, where they do stand within those FIFA rankings. And I, and I think it's worth mentioning as well. So looking at this match, you do have a 16 versus a 19. And so you, I think most would say this probably should be a pretty well-contested match. 
Yeah, I think so. Lots of people from the U.S. are going to be tuning in, and maybe they don't watch soccer on a regular basis, and they might not even know some of the members of Team USA. So I just picked a couple players I wanted to highlight, and if I miss anyone you think is significant, please jump in. Uh, but the ones I picked out were Turner is the keeper position. I expect him to be starting in that role. And I think he's a solid keeper. I, I'm happy with that decision if, if that is what the coach goes with. As far as center backs, I expect Zimmerman to be back there. The other one's a little bit questionable from what I understand. But I, I personally, if I was in that position, would go with a veteran with lots of experience. I'd go with Reem. And then, of course, Pulisic, he's kind of the star, the player that's probably receiving the most attention thus far uh, going into this World Cup. What other plays do you think are significant for Team USA going into this game? Well, before getting into any specific players, I think it's worth mentioning the, the youth of this team. I think that it is the second youngest USA selection ever to feature. So you have a young squad, lots of potential upcoming talent. You mentioned several of them that, that I think will contribute. I think you have to mention Weston McKinney that's going to play a pivotal role in the midfield. I mean, not to put everything on what he is and what he can do and what he brings to this squad. I think a lot of people, again, based on what he's been doing, playing European football with Juventus and his upbringing and coming through the system. And now, again, a, a significant player within the squad. I think a lot of us are going to be looking to see what he does. And, again, not everything on him, but I think as far as performance within this team, what Weston McKinney brings is going to be a contributive factor to what this USA team will do, not only within this first match, but through the group stages and if they continue to go through. Yeah, you bring up a good point there that a couple of our Team USA players are actually in the Premier League. So it, we would have to mention that based on the fact that the pitch pod is all about the Premier League. Turner, he's a keeper for Arsenal. He's seen lots of action this year as of late. Not so so much early on in the season, but for their most recent cup, he got, he got in and did extremely well. Reem as well. He's been consistently playing in the Premier League for years. Polisek as well. Not getting the kind of playing time that he would like, that we know he would like there. But maybe that's a good thing for Team USA is he's getting that extra rest and he's going to be ready and, and healthy for this cup. At least that's the hope, right? I think that's one angle or one way to look at it. The fact that you're taking, again, young players that are healthy, well-conditioned, Maybe you would want to see them have had some more time, some more playing time in those top Premier League contests. I mean, specifically if we were going to reference Christian Pulisic, but I kind of like the idea of what you mentioned. We know that at least it's not him having to struggle through a nagging injury or we're just, it's a question mark. I mean, it's go or get it done. I mean, it's like really in a place and a position that it's, it's all in for these guys. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, and you touched on the youth of the team, and there's a couple of players out there. One of them specifically, I think, is going to be really important in this match in the, in the cup itself moving forward. Our two additional forwards, Jesus and Sargent. Jesus, real young guy in his, his, in his young 20s. I 
I know there's some controversy about Sargent and, and whether or not he should have been on the team making the cut. But I think Jesus especially is going to see a lot of playing time. And I think if Team USA is going to advance, especially into the next stages of this World Cup, I think we're going to have to see some, some stuff out of Jesus and, and not just be completely reliant on Pulisic making something happen. So my two guys to kind of keep an eye on for this match and upcoming ones are Sargent and Jesus at the forward positions. Well, I think you, you used the word stuff. How about we use the word goals? We're going to need some goals scored in this. I mean, that is the name of the game, right? And we'll hopefully get a deeper dive into those significance of a goal, whether it be an understatement to suggest that the goal is good. A goal could just be what it takes to get USA through the group. So, yes, let's get these guys out there. Let's see them performing well, and let's see them score some goals so there's some positive results to get them through to the next stage. Yeah, thanks for clarifying. By stuff, I meant goals. Eric, yeah, that's, got, someone's got to be the guy that's going to put the ball on the back of the net, and they're going to be looking out for Pulisic. So I hope one of our other attackers steps up and makes some big plays. I think we need it. You, you can't advance without the goals. So let's, hopefully Jesus is, is going to be ready for this, even though he is a young player. And that's what this... World Cup is exciting for USA supporters and those that are following the team to see where they go and what they can do with this. I think that maybe some are, don't have such high hopes or others are, are looking at it like this is a great opportunity for some of these young guys to get their first introduction into the contest to build on to the future. But I don't think you can play football like that. I think you have to look at it and say this is the contest that you're in. You go for it. Here they are. Let's see what they can get done. Again, exciting to see what they're going to put together, starting with this first match against Wales. Yeah, I agree. I agree. This this is big for us, especially you know looking back, not making it to the previous World Cup. This is big. There's a lot of young players out there watching, looking for inspiration, and yep. and getting that pride of hey, I'll, maybe one day I could be a member of Team USA or contribute to the organization in some way. So. It's 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 a big deal that we're in this, and, and hopefully we have a good showing. Uh, you mentioned that's a very important fact that I think earlier on you suggested as well, that the World Cup is often time for people that aren't necessarily following the game to get involved. And what a better time to showcase what we're doing here in the United States with the World Cup. So, yes, youngsters watching, looking at, starting to you know find players that they can look up to, get excited about the game, maybe they get their first opportunity to look into what's happening in, the, in world football. And so, yeah, that's why the excitement goes around this. That's why this over four-year wait that we've had is is creating the buzz and the, the excitement for everybody that's involved in the game. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a big, 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 big deal for Team USA. Uh, so, Joe, you want to kind of break down your, your group stages and we can get into our brackets before we give our predictions of what what's to come of this USA game. We can kind of give our viewers an overview of what we're thinking. We we do have our brackets solidified and we will be posting them. So there's no going back and changing it to make ourselves look better. You know, I, I know sometimes in the U S March madness, you know, you use the pencil. So you go back and fix, fix the errors, but no, ours are inked. 
they're they're done. We promise that uh, it's solidified at this point. I like the way you said that. Yeah, there's no pencil here. This was uh, specific from the FIFA website. You were picking, you were selecting, and it's set to stay. It's going to be posted, and we're going to stick with what we predicted here today before the World Cup kicks off. So going through each group, I think that for the most part, stayed pretty true to where I thought that there was going to be success. Maybe what I'm getting at is picking out the team that would finish first was maybe easier than anything else. And then there may be some surprises as I go through, but I think for the most part, at least with the winners of each of those groups, it's pretty straightforward. With Group A, I see Netherlands getting through. In Group B, I have England. In Group C, I have Argentina. In Group D, I have France. In Group E, I have Spain. Group F, Belgium. Group G, Brazil. And Group H, Portugal. So you look at those countries. I mean, we could line it back up to the FIFA rankings, as you alluded to before. Those are top-seeded, top-ranked teams in FIFA. If they show up, they do what they need to do. I don't see why those aren't the teams that go through in those number one spots in each of those respective groups. Absolutely. I have the powerhouses all moving forward. I have Argentina, Spain, Belgium, Brazil, of course, France. I have them all, England, all going through. And then as we get to later stages of the World Cup, and, and again, we'll be showing you graphics here so that you have a visual, but I do have some, un, some kind of unexpected teams going a little bit further than what most people would, would guess. I saw some impressive things out of a small country in South America, Ecuador. I have some friends in the Guayaquil region. I've traveled there and beautiful place, beautiful people. And earlier, uh, their national team actually had a draw with Brazil. And I know FIFA doesn't have them ranked very high, but they, they showed a lot of fight in them. So I have my Ecuador jersey on tonight, Joe. Okay. Right? That's lovely, yes. It's Team USA first, but hey, I got to represent for, for all my friends in Ecuador. So do you have them winning that group, or, or where do you have, you have them finishing second to get through into the knockout round? Finishing second to get through to the knockout rounds. Okay. And then moving forward, you know, I, I get Brazil's the favorite. I get it. They have all these amazing players. They have Neymar. They have Martinelli. They have Jesus. You name it. They, they got it. And, and, and so I understand why they're the number one seed. And the, the overall, you know, most people are predicting them to win this. I, I get that. But I am going to go with. France. Never mind the fact that I think that it's unprecedented for the past winner to make it to the final. You got the French going through pretty far, eh? Well, my only rebuttal there is Viva la France. Fair enough. I, I do, again, I had the French winning their group and I have them going pretty far, but it's, it's the English that end up knocking them out in the semifinals. And I, I think if it has everything lines up, and if that's the case, that's going to be another exciting match to find themselves, England, the English, that is, in the final against Brazil, both in the final Brazil winning World Cup 2022. My prediction. Some solid predictions. And 
you know, I, I know that we, we root for Team USA going as far as we possibly can. That's what we want to see. But I know that we also are excited for other matchups. I'm excited for potential matchups between Argentina, Brazil. I think that would be a blast to watch. It, like you were alluding to, I am super excited if England ends up playing France. And again, I think France will win that. But I think that either way, that's going to be a heck of a match and uh, definitely one to watch. For sure. That's why we tune into it. I mean, all the speculations and all these ideas of how potentially teams can get through and the, their respective matchups going forward. I mean, some will put out there, there's always going to be a surprise. Why not? There, we, where it happens, when it happens, I don't know. For me, again, I go back, not to get too far back into what we were talking about, where Team USA is going to fit into all this. And there's a big question mark whether they get through their own group. So I know you have them pick second to get through is that correct you have them in group b going through second that's correct yep mm-hmm. and, I, and i had drawn out an interesting scenario where they don't where they finish third where almost like in at a level of pure mediocrity we get a win we get a draw we get a loss we get four points but the way i had it set out is that wales also similar results one win one draw one loss goes through by Pure nature of just scoring more goals, not necessarily on goal differential, but coming down to purely the fact that they will score more goals. Now, again, I mentioned it before, understatement, that's what this game is about, scoring goals. I drew it up again, got off the sketch pad. Wait, wait a minute. Oh, that's the secret Coke formula. Okay, maybe that's another one. I got here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, a little hard to see. Put that back Whoa. up. What, what was that? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but that's, that's for another file. I got it here. It's actually... Oh, okay. Yeah, I got it here. What I, what I put together is it's in just one particular match, in just one particular fixture where rather than... I'll put out there another specific prediction not to get too far ahead where England beats the USA. I don't know if that's going to up our subscriptions or that's going to get some comments going, but that's what I'm looking at. 2-0. In an alternate scenario, I have the USA scraping by and getting one. Now, that one goal in that contest is enough to draw them level on goal differential zero, which would then take them up into second. So, point being, a goal could be the determining factor for USA, whether they finish third and go home or second and move on to the knockout round. So, I mean, all these games, all these goals are important. That's what's, again, what's exciting about this World Cup competition. I think it's also worth, once you get into this type of competition, to look at outstanding players throughout the whole tournament. And the golden ball and the golden boot are especially designated for those with the golden ball for what would be the best, the most valuable player. And, of course, the golden boot for the person that scores the most goals throughout the tournament. I don't know about you, Jeff, but I have a couple ideas of who would be appropriate predictions for recipients of the award. I think starting with the golden boot, I see a Harry Kane showing up, scoring goals in numbers to find himself the recipient of the golden boot. Who do you think might be that person for you, Jeff? Who's a golden boot recipient in your mind? Potential Yeah, Kane's a, Kane's a solid pick. That makes sense. That guy is a goal scorer. For my golden, golden boot pick, I'm going to pick Mbappe of France. 
Okay. And then as I mentioned as a reference, the golden ball is for the most valuable or the best performance in the whole tournament. Really, again, someone's probably going to have to put themselves out there consistently to show up, to play, and perform well throughout the whole tournament with the nation that goes far. Didn't talk about so much them being in it all the way, but I think a Belgium side has a potential, and a Kevin De Bruyne has a potential to be that guy as far as being someone that's going to really contribute and be the tournament's best player. And you, Jeff? Anybody that sticks out to you? Yeah, for me, based on my bracket, I have Brazil and France in the final. Again, I do have France beating Brazil. However, I think the most valuable player, the Golden Ball Award winner for the entire tournament, I think it's going to be Martinelli of Brazil. I've been really impressed with him in the Premier League. He's the guy that sets plays up and makes things happen. So I'm going to go with Martinelli of Brazil. Excellent. I think all those predictions, I think all between you and I and whoever else is out there making predictions along, I think would would think that those are all potential excellent recipients of those awards so we'll see how it goes that's that's gonna be something we can come back into the tournament and see where or how far off or maybe one of us nailed one of those that'd be that'd be excellent for the pitch pod absolutely speaking of predictions let's get to the team usa game my prediction for u.s wales is actually come down to just uh, it's gonna be a close match i think it's gonna be close i i i think team usa has a pretty solid Midfield defense, again, I'm a little bit worried about their ability to put the ball on the back of the net. But I don't think it's a stretch to say that we score one goal. And I'm going to say Team USA wins this 1-0. Okay. And that's that would be a great start. We hadn't talked about it, but I, I don't know how often or if it's spoken out enough how important in these type of contests, these group stages, where that first game, getting a win, Getting the three points sets the tone and makes the rest of the remaining group, the next two matches, that much easier. I mean, nothing's easy. Nothing's a giveaway. But you do set a precedent or you do set a tone for the rest of your competition by doing well in that first match. So if they get it done in that manner, they get their one goal and they hold Wales to zero, good for them. I think that's that's a formula for moving in forward and advancing. Now, I don't see it that way. I have them scoring their one, but... I'm not sure that, that the Welsh don't get on the board as well. I have a 1-1 draw for an opening match prediction. That makes sense. You know, I think we both kept it close, both low-scoring games. I Maybe I'm leaning more towards what I hoped than what's more likely, but I'm going to stick with 1-0, and you are sticking with 1-1. And so either way, it should be a pretty, pretty exciting in close game based on those predictions. I think so. I mean, we're all going to be in, out there watching and support, at least from at home, at least somewhere amongst fellow supporters of the USA, rooting them on, wishing for the best, hoping, yes, our hearts are in it. And, and maybe some, maybe I'm overthinking in a sense, but I, I think that whichever way it goes, it's going to be a good contest. I'm, I'm really excited again, get this started, get this kicked off Monday, 1 p.m. Central time. So we've got a nice afternoon kickoff. Very nice for us here in the States to get to see it at a 1 p.m. as opposed to 7 or 4. Some of the other fixtures that are set to play early morning. 
Sure, absolutely. And Joe, I should ask, um, you know, being that soccer is such a global game and the World Cup is all about nations all across the world. Are there any other teams you're, you're rooting for or hoping have a successful tournament? I should ask you that. Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I was, you know, amongst the secret Coke formula and some other redacted documents. I don't know. I mean, I have other wares and I have other means. And, you know, I mean, not that, I mean, yes, it's winter and it's gotten cold, but I, I, would, I don't know that I would put myself out there to say that I support any other teams in this world. I mean, you know, so it's, it's fair enough. I think it's a global game. Yes, maybe, you know, there are others to support. I just don't know if I'd be the first person to suggest that I, I would be out there supporting or hoping that another team does well in this tournament rather than the USA. I mean, who am I to say? But I wish all the teams that are in this competition the best of luck. I know there's people all over the world in Spain and other countries that are supporting this World Cup and excited to be a part of this. So, I mean, I'm, I'm really, again, happy to be a part of this pitch pod and, and be able to present to you all my predictions and what a part be a part of this, Jeff. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can't wait to bring more content. We can't wait to see this game. Hopefully everyone enjoys viewing this first round of matches as always, please like subscribe and keep pitching out there. In a game, the round ball, round posts, Anything can happen.